1: Welcome to the Get Fit Guys, quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. Think about this. Every time your feet touch the ground when you're walking, you're asking them to absorb two to three times your body weight with each step. Considering the average person takes around 3,000 steps per day, that's a lot of weight. And if you just happen to be a runner, you might land on your feet 5,000 times per hour during just one long run. So think about that. If you take 5,000 strides and your feet are absorbing around 300 pounds per stride, then you're putting 1,500,000 pounds on your body during a one-hour run. And if you're sprinting or running fast, your feet take an even greater pounding. Each foot strike of Usain Bolt, for example, the world record holder in the 100-meter sprint, hits the ground with over 1,200 pounds of force, about four times greater than the average jogger. Even if you don't run, your feet take a beating, just walking around and standing. And if they're not up for the challenge, the result of those weak feet can be a strain on the low back, knees, and hips, not to mention foot injuries such as plantar fasciitis, Achilles tendonitis, or metatarsal fractures and ankle sprains and strains. That's why, in this episode, you're going to learn how to get stronger feet. Most people have weak feet, and this is a direct result of not only wearing shoes for most of the day, but specifically wearing shoes that are designed for maximum stability and cushioning. Just imagine if, from the time that you were born, you wore protective gloves on your hands all day long. If you ever got into a situation in which you had to take those gloves off and do some manual labor, such as moving furniture, doing some pull-ups, or swinging a golf club or a tennis racket, your delicate hands would be beat up and blistered in no time. In the same way, you can't keep your feet constantly inside the protective cocoon of padded shoes, even those fancy fitness shoes. Never strengthen your feet with the exercises you are about to learn and expect your feet to somehow last through a long run, a bike ride, or a pickup game of basketball, soccer, tennis. So how can you get strong feet that can help with back pain, make you run faster, improve balance, and reduce ankle and feet injuries? Well, here are five quick and dirty tips to get strong feet. In the episode, 7 Ways to Burn Calories by Standing More, You learn that sitting can be a potentially life-shortening activity and can also shut down your fat-burning metabolism. But that's not all. Sitting all day can also keep your feet from getting strong. For this reason, I personally use a standing workstation, and I stay on my feet for most of the day in either minimalist shoes, such as my Scora running shoes or my Vibram 5 fingers, or simply barefoot. To both strengthen and stretch my feet even more, I'll often roll a golf ball around under my feet or even stand on two or three golf balls to get my feet strong while I'm chatting on the phone or working on the computer. I'll be sure to put a link in the show notes to a helpful article that shows you how to make your own standing workstation, whether you're at home or at a traditional office. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod50 for 50% off. Tip number two is to lose the shoes. If you've been wearing big, bulky, protective shoes for a long time, then your feet may have difficulty properly sensing the ground. So try incorporating feel-for-the-ground activities, such as standing on one leg when you're brushing your teeth. Standing on one leg on a balance disc or a balance pillow at the gym. Standing on one leg for exercises like overhead presses at the gym. Or even bouncing on one leg on one of those mini trampolines a few times a week if you happen to have access to one. Tip number three is to do single leg exercises. And while some of the balance activities I just mentioned will help strengthen your feet, I also recommend standing on one leg and practicing rolling your entire body weight from the outside of your foot to the inside of the foot and back until your feet muscles are tired. You can do this at home or as a warm-up at the gym. While you are at the gym, it can be also helpful to do cable kick forwards and cable kick back exercises while standing on one foot. I'll link to a video of both of those exercises in the show notes over at quickanddirtytips.com. If your tiny foot muscles start to burn and fatigue with these movements, you'll know you're conditioning your foot muscles. You may find that as you do these types of exercises, the bottom of your feet, your calf muscles, or your Achilles tendons feel tight or painful. So you may also need to work on the flexibility of the back of your legs with calf stretches and foam rolling. Tip number four is to go barefoot. And as I discussed in an episode entitled The 411 on Barefoot Running, it takes about four to eight weeks for muscular adaptation to occur. So if you want to start running barefoot, take baby steps. For example, for the first four weeks, you can simply walk barefoot for 20 to 30 minutes each day and try to have your shoes off as much as possible, especially when standing at work or at home. For the next two weeks, begin to run barefoot for very small distances on soft surfaces like a few laps around a park or an easy jog several blocks around a soft track, just two to three times per week and no more than one mile. Each week, gradually increase this volume. After eight weeks, if your feet are pain-free and you feel comfortable on soft surfaces, you can start experimenting with harder surfaces, paying very close attention to how your feet feel and whether or not anything hurts which is a good clue that your feet aren't quite strong enough yet for longer distances or hard surfaces. I used an approach like this for the past couple of years to teach myself how to run barefoot, and a few weeks ago I ran about 7 miles barefoot. Not that I endorse this for everyone, but it's an example of just how tough your feet can get with this type of approach. Tip number 5 is to include plyometrics and you can condition your feet to better withstand the impact of the ground. This is especially important if you're used to always wearing shoes, since the cushioning of a normal shoe provides significant impact reduction and absorption. Plyometrics are explosive exercises in which you hop, bound, skip, and reverse direction as quickly as possible after landing on the ground. Try side-to-side hops and single-leg jumps onto a box as a couple ways to get started into plyometrics. And just like everything else I discussed today, I'll be sure to put a link to those in the show notes as well. And until next time, this is the Get Fit Guy asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit.
0: The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories.